welcome back to another episode of A Simple Life with Michael Jeffries. I'm Michael Jeffries. On this podcast, it isn't about being right or wrong. We're just trying to keep it real. In this episode, episode 14, part B, we revisit my conversation with Catherine Clarenbach from episode 14, part A. In that episode, it was more along the lines of her work as a spiritual teacher and some thoughts she has on the Bible. And in this episode, we hear some of her thoughts about what healthy relationship conflict looks like. Um, She explains some of the rules her wife and her have agreed to use when they fight. And in addition to the rules they use for fighting, Catherine brings up some really good questions that she likes to ask herself when considering a fight with her wife. Like, what is the underlying issue that I want to fight about? Should I even care about this thing that I want to fight about? How does this thing that I want to fight about affect me? So without spoiling the whole episode, um, let's get into it. To take a lesson from Ladyland. <laughs> Um, Julie and I have rules about fighting. Okay. Um, so like the assumption is that we're on the same team. Okay. A. B, the assumption is that everyone's needs are valid. And ideally you want to work toward everyone getting them met, but they might not be able to, but you want to work towards that. Mm -hmm. Three, no meanness. No name calling, no characterization, no meanness ever. You fight without meanness. Ah, <laughs> funny. You say, I'm really fucking angry right now, and I feel like you're not listening to me. Yeah. I, I think like that it. you're not listening to me. I like it. These right? are great rules, man. And male fighting is all about winning. Yes, I know. <laughs> and, and-, and it's funny because I know it from not from my boyfriend. Okay. I know it from growing up with a brother and yeah. a father. Yeah. Right. And, and it makes sense why, well, I don't know that that makes sense. So forget that. I really want to learn how to fight with those rules. Those are good rules yeah. to have. I mean, they're, and they're very like healthy rules. Um, like we still fight. Sure. You know, but it's, but it's yeah. controlled yeah. fighting. There are, there, it's yeah. like the, uh, the uh, Geneva Convention, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it is like the Geneva Convention. <laughs> boundaries for this whole conflict thing. Right, right. And, 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 you know how people talk about conflict resolution all the time? I like to talk about conflict transformation. That ideally, a conflict leaves you better off at the end than at the beginning. I think that's true. Males believe that about the way we fight too, but it's, it's mm. in establishing dominance and it's also like that. It can be a, like in our world, it's a good thing to establish dominance um, mm-hmm. because it's defining, it provides you boundaries. And the other thing is that it, there's this, this fight to validate yourself. So there might be some new ideas that come out of that, right? Like in the physical sense, you might have a better, punch because you did something different. So everybody learns from that, that part of the fight, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, yeah. It's really weird to, to try and use words to describe some of this stuff. Okay. This is great. Rules and fighting. We're both, we're all on the same team. There's no meanness. 
No meanness. People's needs are valid. People's needs are valid. These, but you have to identify what they are, and that's really hard. Yeah, and you, yeah, verbalizing them. And when you can't yeah. verbalize them, it sounds like. And do women do this? Pull up, stop talking, take a moment to check in, or is that just? Well, it depends. And actually, this is a really good question. Oops, I just dropped my mouse on my cat. How funny is that? I dropped my mouse on my cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. Um, I am a huge extrovert. We know this by now. Um, a very generous my wife, extrovert. You've given me a lot of time, and I, I'm loving that. Oh. I mean, I, I could talk all night with you. This is great. <laughs> um, my wife needs more space, right? Like, the we have different attachment styles. You know, one of us will want to talk more than the other one. And so sometimes we will say, like, 15 minutes... I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> like, and I don't think that's about gender, actually. I think that's about learning how to fight fair. Different people need those. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I think different people need different things. All right, were those the three rules? Are there other rules to the fight? Am I lo- no meanness? Yep. You're on the same team. Everyone's okay. needs are valid. Everybody's needs are valid. Yeah, and, and it's not about, like, like no one's needs are wrong. And that doesn't mean that, like, we can fulfill each other's, all of each other's needs. Yep. But it does mean that we might be able to find a way, even if I can't provide it to someone, mm-hmm. maybe we can figure out another way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sounds like utopia to a man. Like, that just, <laughs> so, at least to me, like, I... This is inspiring to me because oh. this this seems like a wonderful way to disagree with other people and then find a good place. Not that, not that uh, you know, I mean, I'm a man, so I think relating with other men, there should be some expectations that I am relating with a man who thinks like a man. Mm-hmm. But this is really helpful for me to, like, get some context for, because it, it seems like really good well have you ever heard of nonviolent communication uh not with that label but explain it to me um it's by it was invented by or discovered by a man which is why i bring it up marshall rosenberg okay and it's a way of talking about like what are my needs how am i feeling like it's a very like slowed down you slowing down the process Mm -hmm. um and some people just call it nvc um, and some people call it compassionate communication, but he wrote some books and f- folks have found his work very helpful, cool. men and women both. But our rules are just, we just have them. Like we've developed them over time. And and I mean, there's I read something one time that like 80% of what you fight about as a couple, if you're in a couple or whatever, is what you're going to fight about. Yeah. yeah. And you try to like manage it in various ways, but you come back around it comes back up like it's fixed for a while and my thing too because i have adhd like i forget i'm like oh yeah yeah and it's really embarrassing sometimes well and my i don't know if i'm adhd i've never been diagnosed if i am but i forget things and then i am embarrassed by that and so my instinct is to say no that never happened um, oh or I really don't think it ever has happened. Well, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> and and time. she's convinced it, it has happened. Right. <laughs> no, like, yeah. and I can't tell if she's, if she's 
telling the truth or not, who's forgetting what, like it's- Well, it's, it's so funny. It's a cluster. It's so funny because I um, got like a neuropsych test, right? And Catherine has symptoms that are consistent with the diagnosis of ADHD. Okay, there it is. Inattentive type. Uh, and very occasionally, Julie will be like, look, whose memory was tested? <laughs> I'll be like, that's not, that's cheating. <laughs> I remember it like this anyway. <laughs> but we're actually really great fighters. It sounds both like. Are, we've had, we've, we've both had therapists who were like really good at fighting. Hmm. That's great. Well, I don't like it. I hate it. I hate conflict. Yeah. But if you're going to have it, have it in a way that's going to be fruitful in the end. And, and sometimes you have to say, okay, we got halfway there. Yeah. I'm tired of fighting. Let's do something else, you know, useful or, and come back to this at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you said a couple of things like couples are going to fight about the things couple fight about. Um, mm-hmm. And then you also said making progress on something. So it sounds like there's this like duality and tension between we're always going to fight about this, but we're moving the either the relationship or the argument somewhere productive. It's yeah, not that's my hope. a wheel of garbage. It's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we have learned a lot from arguing and from our own responses to our arguing. Like, what do we actually care about? Does it actually matter to Julie if my clean laundry stays in the laundry basket and it doesn't get folded and put away? Does that actually matter to her life? No, it doesn't matter. And she is great at realizing like, oh, there's no reason for me to give a shit about that. If it were in her way or causing her some kind of trouble or distress, then it matters to her. Mm-hmm. But if it's just something that I'm like not good at and it's not causing a problem for others or for me, like right now my desk, oh my God, it's a disaster. <laughs> and it is causing problems for me. Um, I'm not turning my camera around to show you. Okay. Um, okay. You'll just have to take my word for it. <laughs> Uh, but understanding what that's, that's another thing. It's like, it's not one of the rules, but how much does this matter? Hmm. Is there a way around this? Are we arguing head on at something that maybe we could turn the whole thing? Does that come in the moment or does that come afterwards? Both. Okay. Depending. That's fair. Or even before an argument breaks out and you're like, you know what? This is not even worth it. Yeah. Well, there, there is the not even worth it, but you have to be careful about that because sometimes you swap. Not even worth it. Not even worth it is based in the stuff that we were talking about before. Yep. Which is like, ugh, you know, it's not. It's just not worth it. I'm not going to bring it up because she's just going to say X, Y, and Z, and I'm just going to feel A, B, and C, and it's just going to suck, and we're yep. not going to get anywhere. But right, right. Self fulfilling prophecy kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Man, I I want to learn how to fight with those rules. Those are good rules. I really like Catherine's rules for fighting. We're on the same team. Everyone's needs are valid. No meanness. 
What would politics be like if we used these rules? What would the justice system be like? What would Facebook be like? I plan to build these rules into my relationships, and I'm looking forward to learning more about Marshall Rosenberg's work on nonviolent communication. Really, these rules seem like no-brainers, and in some ways I feel ashamed that I, I, they, are not, they don't come naturally to me. But that's the truth. They don't. And, um, and I'm glad I'm starting to have a little bit more self-awareness about the value of them and that I need to build them into my life, that it's, it's beneficial to me and the people that I love. If you have other rules for fighting that are worth sharing, send me a message. I'm interested. In the show notes, I've linked to a brief intro video of Marshall Rosenberg talking about nonviolent communication, the resource Catherine suggested in the episode. I've also linked to Catherine Clarenbach's website, thewayoftheriver.com, where you can learn more about her and her work. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and rating us, or even better, share this podcast with a friend. Thanks for joining us for another episode of A Simple Life with Michael Jeffries. We'll see you down the road.